There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane. This is the safe space where we gather men together and we talk about the things that we keep being told. Why don't men talk more about X? We have covered everything. Body hair, depression, height, cheating, lust, ambition, generosity, gratefulness, romance. You name it, it all turns out to be disappointingly divisive and binary, as much as I try to make it not so. Sometimes there aren't gender differences, sometimes there are. The stats speak for themselves. Men suffer nearly seven times more male suicide, for example. But across the board, steroid use is rising. Male body dysmorphia, issues that we once associated with females, instead of disappearing in females, are just coming up in men till we join in the middle where we're sort of shaved neurotic eggs, all suffering from the same conditions. Uh, By the way, there was no answer to the body hair episode. Apparently, a medium amount of hair is safe until you're in a steady relationship, but always wax your bollocks. So it's now time to empty my man baggage. And I'm so excited. What we're going to talk about today is excellence, which I think as a father of a daughter will be a sadly divisive topic. And what guests I have today, the man's head that I'm going to drill into and open is none other than Jake Humphrey, not only an accomplished broadcaster. I mean, he's done everything from children's BBC to Formula One. And now, of course, is the host of the high performance podcast, ridiculously ear crack addictive, uh, getting people like Johnny Wilkinson to, to Vicky Patterson to Bear Grylls, high performing people trying all the time to find out alchemical formula for excellence. Do go and check it out. But it would be so easy for me and Jake to just sit here spouting about men and what makes men strive for excellence. You know what women are like. Not in this space. I always have a strong female voice, a female auditor to call bullshit a lazy stereotype. And today I really am blessed. The boss is in. You'll see me on her show as often as I can get booked. Eh, can I have Fridays? It's none other than Steph McGovern. Just all round TV legend. I mean, like I've seen you on Have I Got News For You twice. You're even coming into the comedy world. But of course, we see you mostly on Steph's Packed Lunch where you're on five days a week consumer affairs we've seen you in but you're really passionate on today's subject as well which is excellence so that's what we're going to be talking about Steph how are you yeah I'm very well I'm very excited to be on your podcast and see you hosting something I know being relatively sensible I know (laughs) it won't won't last the most serious I've ever seen you it's just a matter of time till I say spunk. There we are. It's happened. Um, so let's just define excellence. I realise I have Professor Jake Humphrey in the house, but this is my definition of excellence. 
is a talent or quality which is unusually good and so surpasses ordinary standards. It's also used as a standard of performance as measured like, through economic indicators. First thing I'm going to ask you, really difficult question off the bat, Steph McGovern, how do we look at excellence in men and women? Is it different? Or am I just a dated dinosaur with binary definitions? Yeah, I think, unfortunately, it is different. And I think, and I've seen this both in my career when I started out as an engineer and then going into the world of business journalism and talking to lots of um, business leaders, I think it is different. And it's different in the sense of women have to be more excellent in areas like business and science and technology and things in order to be as good as men. So their excellence is often higher than a man's in order just to get the same credibility as a guy, often because they're seen as tokens or they're dismissed for being, well, you know, you're only here because we need some more women on the board or we need a female leader or we need more diversity. So I think quite often women have to prove themselves more in order to be excellent which often means they are, and I, and I, this is a sweeping generalisation, but That's it often means for. that they are more excellent when it comes to things like business and stuff like that. You only need to look at like, look at the countries that have done well economically and the handling of the pandemic, you know, mm. it's countries where there's female leaders quite often. And I, I don't know, I think they've probably had to prove themselves a lot more than the men to get where they are. But I'm not like some radical person who's going to be like, oh, my God, it's just about women and that's it. I think, you know, men are just as important. But for a long time, there's been that gap. I mean, even in our own country, I mean, if we look at the female leaders, the Queen smashed lockdown. Boris smashed, well, <laughs> the party. Uh, but do we judge excellence differently in blokes? I mean, I mean, what Steph has said is statistically true. Girls do better at school, better at university and better at almost every job they get dropped into. What's going on? It's a really good question. And I think that um, I look at it from a parent's point of view, because I'm lucky I've got two children. I've got an eight and a six-year-old, a boy and a girl. All right, yep, Florence is waving in front of the camera. We've got, we're, that, we're those <laughs> classic parents that say, our boy is such a boy and our girl is such a girl. Yet in our minds, we've brought them up in exactly the same way. But there's no way of really knowing whether we have. And I think maybe we probably haven't, because... Oh, yeah. We have, we? <laughs> I'll tell you what, why don't you come here? Why don't you come and answer this question from Russell? Come here. As a little girl, put these on for a sec and hear what Russell has to say. He's going to ask you a question. You've got to this answer. This is the first one on this show. Is it tougher to be a girl and to, and to be at the top than it is to be a boy? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because like boys used to get judged the most as like better and like, women couldn't do anything. I mean, that is crushing, hearing that. <laughs> it was like Steph's argument distilled into one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> said better than me, definitely. <laughs> you Thank you very much, Flo. I mean, that well was... Well Flo. And do you believe you can do anything these days? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think my, um, my take on this is that I would always put I can over IQ. And I think that we maybe judge our kids in a slightly different way to a lot of parents. You know, I, um, I, I mean, Florence came home just now, actually, and just said, oh, I got 12 out of 15 for a maths test. And I w I'd say it quietly, but I literally don't care if it's 12 or 2. I Because for, in our house, it is, I can, not IQ. It is, I will put the effort in. Um, once I got three. Well, she, she did once get three. And then the conversation about the three was she was fed up. And the, why were you fed up? Because everyone else got, it was out of 50. Everyone else was getting about 30. And then I said, well, if everyone else had got zero, how would you feel? And she said, oh, I'd be happy then. So then it comes into this whole comparison thing. And I certainly mm. think, I certainly think Florence compares herself a lot more than Sebastian does. 
And I think we have to just be really careful that we don't set the parameters for how we judge their lives and then then look at the way they judge their lives and say, oh, you've got that wrong. That probably is coming from us. So if she's comparing herself to other girls at school, definitely that is something that we would have put into her, albeit subconsciously, over Sebastian, where we're just like, hey, you're just a boy, go and do your thing, be a boy. You know, and I, I'm well aware of it. And, and Steph is Steph is completely right. I mean, I think the future is really bright for women, but it has not been that that way for so long that we are probably still parenting with quite a few outdated ideals that we would have picked up from our parents and their parents and, and their parents. Into your sewing lesson, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's interesting though, because I have I found that it's been to my advantage though, being a woman, especially a Northern woman, because then you're really underestimated. So I found that in my career, people have underestimated me, which has meant I've been able to do things more easily. I've been able to, you know, they, they're not expecting much of me. So then when I achieve something, normally it's their ignorance has meant that they've not noticed that I've actually ended up being better than them at it or, you know, I've progressed <laughs> to the next level because they've just gone, oh, no, she's she's northern, she's a bit thick, she's a girl. Do you quite like that, Steph? Do you quite like surprising them like that? Yeah, totally. That's what I've built my career on, like everything I've done. <laughs> I've built it on people. Not as shit as you think I am, Steph. Yeah, yeah, that should be my motto. And I've I, had a I, few gigs like that. Oh, I can't stand him. Actually, you weren't shit. Yeah. Hey, uncle. Yeah, I've had people, men say that to me, though, at big events where it's like a big corporate event. I've had a man say to me in the past, and it'll be some CEO of a big company, God, you, you were good at that interviewing. Well, yeah, thanks. It's my paid job. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I think that in a way women need to use that to their advantage more. But I've just found that women are, are lack the confidence. And again, it probably comes back to what Jake was saying about the way we treat girls and boys. But I think girls are scared of blagging. There's this great statistic about, you know, if a woman is going to apply for a job and only, you know, she can only see on the job spec that she's maybe a third or two thirds of eligible for it. She won't apply. But if a man sees a job spec and is sees a third of it, is he's eligible for, he'll go, yeah, I'll go for it. And so I don't think we help ourselves on that front. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, there's an even more depressing uh, statistic about not helping yourselves in that if you go for a panel job interview and the panel is more female than male, a woman is less likely to get the job if she's equally qualified to the men. Why do you think that is? Well, we, we can only speculate, but it is a depressing statistic about, about sisters not lifting sisters up. It would probably be, I would thought, there's some sort of toxic atmosphere where there's only room for one woman to shine. So if another woman comes in, I might get pushed down. It probably goes back to patriarchy backwards, I would imagine. I don't know if it's just women being bitches. I would think it's something to do with that. Has, has your metric shifted of how you judge your own excellence over the years, Jake? Like, have you, have you, you're talking about you look at the three out of 50 as well, what if everyone got two? Have you changed that for yourself as well? Yeah, you know, you've said very kind things about my podcast at the start of the show, and I appreciate that. I think that my podcast has really changed actually the way that I, um, the way that I judge stuff. I, I honestly used to think that the only way to send a message to my kids or to prove to everyone that I was worthy of being here was to graft and to grind and to fall over and to never get any sleep and to be getting home at 2am and getting up at 7am and sharing all that stuff on my social media and shouting about how hard I worked. Wait a minute, that's what me and Steph do at the moment. Go easy. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, But it's only from these conversations on high performance that people, you realise that, all of that stuff just leads to more of that stuff. It's no, it's like toxic behavior just leads to more toxic behavior. So if you're constantly struggling and striving and failing and flailing, you just do more of that. Whereas actually from the conversations we've had with people, you realize that actually the only metric that really matters is fulfillment and happiness. And it sounds like, sounds really trite, but that has to be the metric that we measure ourselves by. And that's totally changed for me because I kind of thought like, I suppose I thought that contentment and happiness was something that happened to me when I was in my 60s and 70s and I was retired and I was done and I was a bit exhausted and and now I realise that it's not something you delay, like happiness isn't a destination. We all spend our days thinking it is a destination and it's a nonsense. What about you, Steph? Has your your metric shifted? It's really interesting. I'm really on the same page as as Jake on this and, and very much with like bringing up my daughter, I'm of the view that it's not about the most important thing is not academic success. It's about are you trying your best and are you happy? Like that's all I'm bothered about. You know, for me, I've worked really, really, really hard, but now I'm not working as hard as I used to. And I'm like really happy, as Jake said, your priorities change. I think, you know, Jake and I and yourself, Russell, are in a position where we've probably achieved more than we ever thought we would when we were kids. I certainly have. Mm. So I want to enjoy it. I, I made a really conscious effort a couple of years ago to go, I don't have to say yes to everything. I'm just going to actually go. I'm really enjoying this, but I also really enjoy time with my my partner and our little girl. And I, you've got to tell yourself that. You've got to go, God, I'm really happy. Look how good my job is. Look how great my family is at this moment because you don't know when that might change for whatever reason. And so... I don't work as hard as I used to. I definitely don't, but I, I am probably happier. Although I was happy working hard in a weird way. I like that, 
you know, I, I was re- I've always been career driven. That's why I changed management. So I'm with them. I had to go because I'm awful at that. I'm, I'm like, will you come over here and do a video for my friend's birthday? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go home later to my wife and family and do a funny video for a stranger I've just met. I'm the worst. Just, I'm with such a strict agent now. So I turn down in income probably more than I take in a year. It's changed. It's changed my life. That quality to control. I, I, that, it's not an easy question to answer this. It's not like a trick, but it has been studied. But I wondered what your perception is of the difference between excellence and perfection. Because the two get muddled together. How did you do on that test? Excellent means 10 out of 10 to a lot of people. Whereas, as I think Jake's really hinted at, I think they are different things. I mean, I would just say that perfection is the personal version of excellence. And that's where it trips people up all the time. And every time I hear someone saying, oh, I just want to be perfect or I'm just chasing perfection... It's like, this. it's not like a set thing, is it? Like, I know that if I sit an exam and there are 10 questions, I know 10 out of 10 is excellent. And I know that five out of 10 is average and zero is probably not very good. But what's my own personal version of perfection? And the problem is people set themselves these levels of, I want to be perfect. And often that's in a work setting, right? And then your boss, his opinion of perfection or her opinion of perfection is different to yours. So then it's like, well... <laughs> You can't be chasing perfection. We have a we have a phrase that we use a lot in, in our house, which is do the best you can with what you've got, with where you are. I think that is perfection. Mm. I'm fucking taking that one home. We just <laughs> you can have that one. That's gone terribly wrong. But in all honesty, <laughs> do the best you can with what you've got, where you are. You tell me anything beyond that. Yeah, I don't yeah, think there yeah, is yeah. anything beyond that. And I think that if we can reframe perfection, which is, by the way, extremely toxic, if we can reframe that as to just the best you can with where you are with what you've got then i think we're okay okay guys it's not very excellent of me but we need to take a break there we'll be back with more man baggage in part two
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.